everyone and welcome to Life Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan 104.1 FM and 700 AM. This is your host Sirisha Kuchimanchi. I'm a tech exec, the podcast host and a working mom. I do a podcast Women Career and Life. It's spelled W O M E N C A R E R and percent L I F E. You can find it on any of your popular podcast platforms including Spotify, Apple and Google. It was actually in the top 30% of Spotify podcasts for 2022 and I share stories and practical advice for you to achieve your career and life goals. Today I will be talking about a continuation of this is our third episode in the series called doing a financial health check basically. It is the new year so it's a good time to work through this process. So if you have been tuning in or you've heard a couple of the episodes, the first one I talked essentially was around how do you take care of your basic daily financial health. It was talking about credit cards, credit history, credit scores and very briefly around budgeting. So that was what the first episode talked about. Basically our daily grind around the finances but also really how credit cards and credit history can really impact our big financial ticket items like buying a house a car and any other big expenditures you might have last week we talked about more about growing our wealth really spent time talking about investment and retirement with a focus on retirement and talking about the different type of accounts that are there and what we can do to grow this portfolio And just to do a quick recap, one of the things we talked about in retirement was about the four pillars which are important mostly and for a long time even I did think about it mostly around a financial aspect but really you can think about retirement as a four legged chair so you need to be thinking about not just your finances your health which is very important all the relationships that surround you to keep your social aspect and everything together and then the last purpose is trying to figure out your purpose as i just said to get this four legged chair to stand sturdy and for you to have a successful healthy retirement Today's episode which is essentially a wrap up of this financial health check is going to be about protecting your wealth. You've spent time, you're in the process of growing it, maybe you have spent a lot of growing it, maybe you're closer to retirement. Doesn't really matter where you're in this journey, how new you are to starting to work or do anything like that to how much later in the journey you are, but there is a process around protecting your wealth. So I'm going to talk about essentially four things that I'm going to briefly touch upon in this lot of 25 minutes. So I'll be talking about financial advisors, uh, talking about insurance which I've touched on in the talk where we talked about layoffs and talking about beneficiaries and will and all of this that surrounds protecting our wealth. So I'm going to start off with talking about financial advisors because it seems a very natural conduit to what we talked about last week which was retirement. So financial advisors most of us I think manage many of you be may, may be managing your investments everything yourself which is a great way to do it but if you're looking for help or an external health check for this there are financial advisors who do this health check so there are a couple of ways you can access it if you're working for a company there say I will use fidelity as an example so say your company has fidelity Very often there are ways you can run your numbers in the bottom and you could even get access to free financial advisors for a brief chat it's not obviously for a long term relationship necessarily but you'll be able to get that a lot of companies depending on how they have their 
benefit setup, you may be able to have access to financial advice for a free consult at least, and then see how you want to progress in that relationship. If you're looking for a financial advisor outside of your company and your corporation, or you don't have access to those resources, one of the things you can do is really look and uh, ask friends and other trusted sources for financial advisors they may know about that you can meet with. And what it does is the financial advisor is looking at everything in a holistic picture, which is what I really like about it. So they look at not just your investment, your retirement, they're looking at college, say if you have children, any big purchases you're planning, a lot of different aspects trying to decide when you want to make the right moves and what those moves are. So there is a way to get access to that. You will pay a fee for meeting with a financial advisor, but if you are able to do that, it is a great way to figure those pieces out because it will provide you a lot of peace of mind and also a really good big picture idea of what to do. The one thing I do want to be clear here is, especially if you're doing investment, there is a certain type of financial advisor you should be going to, which is a fiduciary financial advisor. By the nature of being a fiduciary, they are implicitly implies that they have to keep your interests at number one. They are not paid through commission, so they will be you are there. They have to do everything that is best for the client, and you should be looking for a fiduciary financial advisor, not fiduciary, but someone who is. And you can Google it, and there is a national agency which gives you a list of all the fiduciary financial advisors that are there wherever you may be listening in from. So go and Google them and find someone maybe around your locality, and then you can read reviews or find someone who has used them before. And usually the financial fiduciary financial advisors do also help with investment. That is a choice you can make if you want to invest with them. And fees will range across the board differently, but it seems to be around ballpark of like maybe a percent or so. But you can access those resources. So I would suggest if you are able to, it's something to think about. You can look where you might have some free resources through some benefits you could have access to, or if there's a place you can go and get a check. And if you've done used a financially financial advisor and you don't have one, and you, maybe it's been say five years or a decade since you went to one, it may not. It may be a good idea to go and redo and help redo those that whole picture and see if you're still on track, whatever. You might have changed certain aspirations, certain items around your list, so it's a good checkup to do again. So that was just a continuation of our investments and retirements and talking about how we would invest in our benefits as well. One of the things that also that ties to protecting your wealth and these topics might seem a bit uncomfortable to discuss and I hope you will see the value in this discussion beyond just the stickiness of the topic. There is insurance. Most of us, of course, have medical dental vision. If you're working for a company or you're, you're self-employed, you get them through a provider and you get life insurance and AD&D, which is accidental death and disbarment insurance through your companies. But if you're, it is strongly recommended to also look at it through a private insurance, especially if you see the current landscape. I think Google just had a bunch of layoffs with 10,000. I think it was like 12,000 employees. You've seen some big corporations and those are making the headline news, but there's a lot of companies that are also having layoffs. And I talked about this during the episode on how to move forward from your layoff. So the reason I would say to get life insurance outside of your company is essentially 
the statistics show that 40% of people who work in the U.S. will experience a layoff. I've experienced one myself. So it helps to have private life insurance outside because then you're not tied to your company because once you are not, say, working for a corporation, those benefits will go away. But if you have private life insurance and you can decide which type of insurance is right for you for how long, how much, all of that, you can run the numbers. There'll be people to advise. You can then get the insurance externally to do this and have that protection for yourself and your families and there are companies that will do there are websites you can find outside I think like select code and so many others that have ways to match and check that out for you I know there are various insurance companies that I keep getting in the post in the mail as well offering these services so you'll just have to do the research but it's something to think about I forgot to say this, but if you're not driving, something to think is maybe take a pen and paper or an electronic device and jot down notes as I'm talking about some of the things that you might want to follow up at a later point of time. If you're just tuning in, this is Life Beats with Sarisha on Radio Caravan. I am talking today on maintaining our financial health and basically protecting our wealth. This is the third part of a three-part series where we talked about how do we do our budgets and our daily things like credit cards and credit history. We last week talked about growing it and investments and retirements. Today's episode is on protecting your wealth. And I'm so glad you joined us. And today we just talked about financial advisors and briefly about insurance. And if you're tuning in, that is what we will continue to talk about for this episode as we wrap up this three-part series. One of the things when you're talking about insurance and everything else is there are beneficiaries that we have to assign in all of our accounts, all our financial accounts. So say even if you're thinking of your bank account, you have, say, a joint account or a solo account or whichever joint rights of survivorship. There's so many types of bank accounts that you would have you can get. What I would say is this is what happens to most of us, right? We come to a new place or you move to a new city or you're starting something new and you go and open these various accounts. We never go back and look how we set them up. And for the most part, it never really matters. But there might be things, your life situation has changed. There have been so many changes. It might be good to go back and see what type of accounts you set up and if they are still the right accounts for you. And once you've set them up, all of these accounts need beneficiaries and you probably set those up maybe recently or sometimes many years ago. It would be good to see who's listed as a beneficiary. Almost everything is online nowadays. You often get prompted by different providers to provide this. So go look at who your beneficiaries are and make sure you're updated. So here are a couple of accounts you should be looking at for beneficiaries. Definitely your bank accounts and stuff I think will be probably process through beneficiaries or through your will. Your 401ks investments for sure need beneficiaries. Your life insurances, those kind of accounts tied around your life insurance need beneficiaries. And it becomes very imperative for you to make sure you have all of these tied together. And why am I talking about this? Since this episode is really about protecting our wealth, I think when you're thinking about you're working hard either at home or outside or wherever, whatever way you're providing for yourself and your family and your community around you, it is imperative that we are spending time and hours doing this. We want to protect everything that we have so that we can take it, use it wisely for ourselves and if you want to pass it down to the next generation that you have that ability to do that. So one of the things that I wanted to briefly touch on, and all of these, there are obviously 
experts and experienced certified people you should be reaching out to actually do the work like when i talked about financial advisors there is a national association where you can find fiduciary financial advisors similarly when i'm talking about i'm going to be talking now about will and trust and power of attorney but a brief segue here if you're just tuning in this is the radio show life beats with sarisha i host a podcast women career and life w o m e n C A R E R and life on Spotify, Google, you can check it out on any platform. I share stories and practical advice for you to achieve your career and life goals and also towards you strive towards financial independence. If you have questions on the show, you want to share your stories, you want to hear certain topics, you can also email me on lifebeats104.1 at gmail.com. So I'm going to spell it out. L-I-F-E-B-E-A-T-S 104.1 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you your questions, the topics you're thinking of, anything that you'd like to hear. You can leave me an email. You can even record your voice and send it to me as an email. I could play it probably on the radio show. It would give me a good idea of what you are thinking about and what is the things that you know you are finding that you would like to see answers to on this talk show. So going into the next topics, wills and trusts. Will many of you have may have already have one or have processed through one? If you have assets, say in a country outside, in a different country than your country of residence, then you might need to process a will in those countries, like. I think in India you if you have assets you have to have a registered will often to transact so you have to go see where your other things is but let me talk about the wills here we are in the state of Texas and the reason you would want to have a will is of course like I said a lot of the beneficiaries we just talked about also do execute on the beneficiary so will does certain things and your beneficiaries like on your life insurance and retirement and stuff there's two different buckets so the beneficiaries that you would have on your investment on your insurance that's how the money and assets from those accounts will be executed you will be there for your house and other assets maybe your car and other accounts that need to be transacted and that is the reason you need a will the other extremely important part for a will is especially if you have children minor children you want to be able to decide how you want them to be taken care of because otherwise from my understanding of the taxes way it's set up is the state can step in and decide if you do not have a will so you want to have that and that's why i said it's protecting your wealth that's what we're talking about and protecting your wealth is also in terms of family relationships and everything so making sure you're able to take care of your loved ones and having that so that it follows the guidelines that you want to set up for it and one of the things that if you were to think not talking like of course you know the lawyers are the ones who will draft the will but just as a person as you're trying to process how this goes about one thing that i found the mindset the way to think about this is first you have to wrap your head around wanting to do a will and i know sometimes it can be hard to think about it but it is something that would really benefit in the long run so once you decide you want to do a will again you can go and find a uh, resource if you're working for a company or a corporation more often than not you should be able to have access to resources they may be offering free legal services or free will services so check that out if not you should be able to find a lawyer 
close to you who does these transactions. They're fairly can be quite straightforward unless your situation requires more nuanced approaches. So when you're thinking about it, the first thing is as we move new, if you're moved to a lot of different companies, you moved countries, say you moved different places, what tends to happen is we leave this trail of breadcrumbs of different accounts you have opened. I have moved different places and realized over time that I've ended up opening this bank account, that investment account, this retirement account, and if you move companies, it just adds up. It's, it drives you crazy trying to think of all these different pieces to pull them together. But when I started to do my will, I think it forced me, and I've seen this with a lot of my friends who've also done it. And it's a, I think this whole episode, if you, it, I would suggest some of these topics would be good conversations to have with your friends. As I said, they can be uncomfortable, sticky ones, but I think it really benefits for us all to have these conversations just because we can have such a huge impact on making sure we're all doing the right things. So one of the parts of all of these accounts is it helps you and forces you to consolidate. You may realize that you do not need so many bank accounts or you may realize that you have this trail of a different IRA accounts, a rollover IRA, a Roth IRA, a traditional, like a lot of different retirement accounts. Maybe it gives you the opportunity to follow the guidelines and consolidate some of that so you can see where everything is dispersed. And that is one way to do it. First step would be that. Of course, then if you have children or assets you want to pass on, you'll have to think about who is going to execute, who is going to be the guardian, and decide on the people. And that often is a very hard decision to make because you have to think about who you want to assign for those. And I think it lends itself to very interesting discussions at home as you're processing through that. And then definitely going to the lawyer and drafting this into whatever you think the right way of drafting this information is, whether you decide to do it in pieces, in lump sum, whatever it is, the lawyer will be the one to guide you on figuring this piece out. If you have done a will many years ago or maybe before and your life situation has changed since then, it might be something to revisit and redo and check. This is an episode on a financial health check, right? So we have, may have made the decisions and done a lot of the things in an amazing way a few years ago, but it sometimes comes back and behooves us to go and have a check and see what to do. Some of the other parts that are an extension of the will that also you would want to think about and really ask your lawyer and whoever else you're working with is a trust. A trust can be money on how it goes into this part and it's executed through that and how money is distributed. If you have seen on movies or read books, you'll see that money sometimes goes into a trust and someone has to reach a certain age for them to get this disbursement from this account. So think about maybe if you want to set up a trust, there are different kinds like a revocable or irrevocable. So do some research on your own. Talk to the lawyer who's helping you draft this and see how you want to do it. And then the last part of it is like the power of attorney. There are two types. There's the health and the financial. And this is there in case you are incapable of making certain decisions at certain points in time for various reasons. It gives someone the power of attorney for either health or for finances to be able to make those decisions for you. And it's someone you would trust in who you would give guidance to. And you can have a lot of, uh, there's obviously a lot more pieces to this. And you can have that discussion with someone on how to do this. I hope this topic is um, not just too uncomfortable, you're feeling like that. But I think it's something for us all to give thought to, to think about it and see what to do. 
personally i've had a lot of conversations with friends over the years and many of us over time have processed through this will it it's more i guess once you get started on it it's very easy to get it done but it's sort of uh challenge of getting over that hump to decide to do it and i think it's very important to do it if you are have assets you have family all of this it becomes very important to be able to protect your wealth so if you're joining us right now this is getting close to wrapping up this episode in the last 3 to 4 minutes this is life beats with sirish on radio caravan 104.1 fm and 700 am thank you for joining us on this radio show that i yeah, come on 5:30 every saturday We have been doing a financial health check where we have been doing this three part series right after the new year doing our financial health check doing getting our financial house in order. The first one I talked about credit cards and credit history and credit score and how important it is to maintain those and how we pay off all of those bills and keep an eye on it because it impacts our big purchases especially mortgages, car loans and some of those big ticket items. The second episode which was last week we were talking about essentially growing our wealth which was about investing and retirement it was not about how to what to invest in because i am not giving you that kind of advice it was just talking about the type of accounts and the type of investments that are there for you to think of which platform is right for you and accessing those resources and today we are talking about protecting our wealth A lot of you may be self-employed or working for an employer. If you're especially working for an employer, a lot of these things that I'm talking about, you probably have access to through your employer. They have them in their benefits, they have them in various resources. So think about checking those benefits. Those are like the soft little benefits that get hidden in the fine print. Some employers have ID theft, some of them will have other resources. They may have access to legal resources if you're say you're going through somewhere where you need legal advice or you're signing some paperwork and you want to check. They even have legal resources for doing your like will and uh, trust and other power of attorneys like I said. Maybe there'll be a portion they pay and then you pay extra and they'll usually connect you to lawyers around you. Then we will be talking today about finding a financial advisor and how important it is to find a fiduciary financial advisor so that they have your best interest at heart. And as such they can be found through googling. There's a national registry for that and you can find them there. and probably look up reviews and do that. I what I appreciate is it gives you this holistic financial health check and more often than not if you have an investment firm like maybe through your employer or privately maybe say like a Vanguard or a Fidelity or Charles Schwab they may have access to some of those potentially free resources or some paid resources so check out what's right for you. And we talked briefly about beneficiaries and other things as well. We are getting close to wrapping up. Thank you for tuning in to Life Beats with Sirisha. Next week I am thinking of talking about the transition. This is getting to new year. Kids are starting to maybe transition next year to middle school or high school and what the process is, what resources are available. It's not going to be anything around parenting as much as what are we need to do? How do we get these kids prepared? Where can they find resources and a community around them? That's what I was thinking of tackling, but if you have other suggestions, you can email me lifebeats104.1 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Take care. Bye.